They're in the gate. They're in the gate. In the gate. They're in the gate. It's a hit bobbing finish. This is In the Gate, ESPN's Thoroughbred Racing Podcast. My name is Barry Abrams. You can follow me on Twitter at B. Abrams Voice or on Facebook at Barry Abrams Voice. You can also get us on our YouTube channel by searching In the Gate Podcast. You can get us on SoundCloud as well. You can get us at the iTunes store, tunein.com. You can get us on that little pink podcatcher app on your phone that you didn't even know you had. And now you can subscribe to In the Gate in the Listen tab of the ESPN app. For the full In the Gate experience, subscribe now in the Listen tab of the ESPN app. You can say that this year's three-year-old crop was middling at best, and even the classic division ranks were thin, but 2017 was packed with so many good races, it took some thought to pick which ones would be in. For on this show, we count the top ten races of the year, and so you know, our list goes far beyond our national borders, as long as American horses were a factor and a couple of doozies happened across the pond. At number 10, they didn't pan out as dominant three-year-olds, but this race from January wets our whistle. It's the Shamstakes, Gormley locking horns with American Anthem, separated at the end by a single broom bristle. Gormley with an ahead of American Anthem. At the court of pole, it's American Anthem trying to fend off Gormley. Gormley's level with him. Gormley travelling well on the outside with three sixteenths left to go. Takes the lead by a half length from American Anthem. Six lengths away then in the field is big hit with an eighth left to go. It's Gormley in front. American Anthem second coming back strongly on the inside. Gormley's ahead in front. American Anthem dogged on his inside. American Anthem lacking experience and seasoning. Gormley, American Anthem. A thriller in the shadow. They are the dominant trainers on the grass in all the world, Aidan O'Brien of Europe and Chad Brown. O'Brien set a new single-season mark, 27 grade ones, while Chad seemingly won every stateside turf stakes around. Our ninth-best race, the Arlington Million, comes down to these two titans, and it couldn't have been any other way. Chad Brown sent Beach Patrol and newly acquired Fanciful Angel to battle Doville on a steamy August day. Beach Patrol's right there with Oscar nominated, now angled out, Doville. Doville gets a charmed run. Here's Doville, who comes up the inside now for Ryan Moore. And there's a furlong to go, and it's Doville who's taking the lead. Beach Patrol battles. Fanciful Angel gaining ground. Up the inside is Enterprising. Past the 16th, it's Beach Patrol and Joel Rosario. Beach Patrol has come away with the Arlington Million. Fanciful Angel was second, third photo. Doville with Enterprising. Trainer Ken McPeak has had a pretty bang-up year. It was mid-April that things got really fun when the long-shot senior investment got up to win our eighth-best race, beating West Coast, the likely three-year-old champion. West Coast up to third. West Coast up to second. Still two lengths away from time to travel. West Coast swinging to the outside to come after time to travel as they move to the final furlong. In the Stone Street, Lexington, no dozing is third. Senior investment running late from fourth. West Coast the leader, though. West Coast and Flavion Pratt chased by no dozing and senior investment. Here's the line. Oh, senior investment gets there in the closing strides for Channing Hill. She was one of the most heartwarming stories in all of thoroughbred racing, the successful comeback of the great lady Eli. 
She should have succumbed to laminitis after stepping on a nail, but she told death, na na na, hey hey, goodbye. In her first start this year, Lady Eli was clearly vulnerable, but it took a big effort to reel her in. And number seven on our countdown is the Jenny Wiley Stakes, with Lady Eli facing the challenger Dickinson. Dickinson still there to the inside, but still third. Lady Eli down to the rail, five lengths off the lead of Catch a Glimpse, who's chased by Illuminate Dickinson. Now Lady Eli to the outside. Here's Lady Eli striding forward. Final furlong of the cool board, Jenny Wiley. Illuminate Catch a Glimpse to the inside. Dickinson coming late. Kidura is there. Lady Eli in front. Dickinson trying. Lady Eli... Dickinson gets up on the outside by a nose for Paco Lopez in 1 minute 41 and 4 fifths seconds. They were the sharpest sophomore fillies through spring and most of summer, one based in the east, the other in the west. And in late July at Saratoga, they got a little physical. It's our sixth best race. Which filly would be the best? Abel Tasman in front off the turn. The late is coming up the rail. Here comes a late through on the inside to challenge Abel Tasman. Abel Tasman and a late come past the 16th pole. Abel Tasman, a late giving her a run for her money as they hit the wire. Abel Tasman has won it by a hand. Elate was second in a thrilling coaching club, American Oaks. A short break stands between us and the rest of our countdown. Of which race on our chart are you most fond? One horse will be heard more than once, and two of our top five races involve American horses across the pond. Welcome back to our In the Gate countdown of Races of the Year. We're almost ready to reveal our final five. But first, the honorable mentions... Not on the list, but nevertheless, in the pursuit of victory, these horses sure did strive. Banner Island onto the far turn, comes on through to take the lead. Union Strike cuts the corner off the turn. It is wide open, turning for home. Banner Island off the turn in front. Union Strike coming up the rail with one furlong to go. Banner Island digging down deep. Union Strike and Laney on the far outside coming fast, 200 yards to go. It is still Banner Island in front. Union Strike, a final try. Here's the finish. Banner Island, maybe. Ascend is moving on up on the outside. Time test has been guided outside for a clear path and has not been let loose yet. Beach Patrol cuts the corner to VZ Darrow and Sattler's Joy. And they're into the stretch. World Approval pokes ahead in front. Ascend. Time test. Applicators down on the inside. And now here comes Ascend on the outside of World Approval. Time test trying to come and get them. Ascend a 27 to 1 long shot has it close to home. And Ascend and Jose Ortiz have pulled off the upset in the Woodford Reserve Manhattan. You might think the race we spotted number five should be ranked higher because it was the richest in the States. Never before had shares been sold to enter into a race, and that sure sparked a myriad of debates. But when the Pegasus World Cup moved from the boardroom to the track, the competition didn't materialize. California Chrome just didn't have it and then retired, and Arrogate made the rest of them vaporize. Mike Smith is the first to move as Arrogate moves up to take the lead. 
lead. Back to second is Neolithic. Back to third is Noble Bird. California Chrome is losing ground. California Chrome not gaining. He's back wide and racing in fifth. Shaman Ghost splits horses for Jose Ortiz, and they're into the stretch, and it's the Breeders' Cup winner. It's Arrogate in front, leading by three with an eighth of a mile to go. Shaman Ghost is trying to get into second. Then Neolithic. Back fourth is Noble Bird, followed by Keen Ice. But what a race! What a sport! What a horse! Arrogate rocks in the Pegasus. He won it by three and a half, while confidently handled. They started the year with so much promise as budding three-year-olds that loomed as threats on the Triple Crown campaign. Gervin, winner of two prep races in Louisiana, McCracken in Kentucky making it rain. But Lady Luck did not shine on McCracken or on Gervin throughout the rigors of the Triple Crown. Yet by midsummer, they were both in perfect racing form, each looking for a little more renown. They met in Monmouth's biggest race, the Haskell Invitational, along with the Chad Brown trainee Practical Joke. It's our fourth best race, not quite easy goer battling Sunday silence, but good sophomore battles this race does evoke. Gervin and McCracken moving in tandem. They're starting to roll from the back of the pack. Hence is the trailer. They're covered by seven legs. Battle of Midway hanging tough. Irish Warcry on the outside. McCracken's making a bold four-wide bid. Timeline is one from the rail. Battle of Midway is the first to give way as the field turns for home. McCracken cut loose with a powerful rally outside of Irish Warcry. Irish Warcry and McCracken. McCracken has the lead. Practical Joke is finding his best ride. Timeline has dropped out of it. Gervin in the center of the track. McCracken by two. Practical Joke and Gervin are both coming. Gervin on the outside. Here comes Gervin. And Gervin gets up to win by a nostril over McCracken in a thrilling Haskell. Practical Joke was a great third. And Irish Warcry finished for it. Chad Brown did not emerge victorious in that thrilling Haskell. That's one of the few big stakes he did not win. Chad Brown established himself at first for training turf runners, but One Trick Pony is a label you can't pin. Not on Chad Brown, who this year won his first Triple Crown Classic, a race that hits our countdown at number three. The Preakness, featuring cloud computing taking on Classic Empire, who at age two had displayed such mastery. Always dreaming, Classic Empire's giving them a run for the money in Baltimore. As they round the far turn, Cloud Computing is third. And Classic Empire has wrested the lead away now from Always Dreaming with a quarter to go at Pimlico. Cloud Computing conquest, no money. Gunavera is trying to gear up on the inside, but is under a drive. And they're into the stretch here at Pimlico. And Julian Leperu and Classic Empire have a three-length lead. But Cloud Computing on the outside is coming with a run. Cloud Computing outside keeps on coming. Classic Empire, Cloud Computing, head-to-head down to the line. Cloud Computing wins the Preakness by a head from Classic Empire. The top two races on our countdown happened overseas, but featured horses trained in the USA. Wesley Ward has made a habit of winning races in Europe. Now Americans look at Europe in a new way. Wesley Ward had his best runner, Lady Aurelia, at Royal Ascot, where a year earlier, off her foes, she'd blown open the doors. But at number two on our countdown, the Nunthorpe Stakes, a mare named Marcia, challenged Lady Aurelia as she'd never been before. 
on down to the last furlong and a half. Frankie shakes up Lady Aurelia. Batash is challenging strongly. Marsha joining in on the near side. Three across the track. Marsha tackling Lady Aurelia, who's just beginning to edge off a true line. Lady Aurelia the far side. Marsha trying to peg her back on the near side. Lady Aurelia and Marsha as they race close home. Tremendous finish between the two in the Nunthorpe. Neither Marsha, the winner, nor Lady Aurelia would factor in November when contesting the Breeders' Cup turf sprint at Del Mar. That track was also Arrogate's kryptonite. He dropped his last three, his sparkling lifetime stats forever marred. But in March, at the height of his powers, Arrogate turned in a performance that ranks as one of the greatest of all time. Our number one race, the Dubai World Cup, where it seemed virtually hopeless, until Arrogate's stretch run, which was sublime. Arrogate's out wide now. He's being asked to improve, but he's still eight lengths off the lead. And Gunrunner showed the way. Neolithic's a half length away second. One and a half lengths to bolt to Hedge, and here comes the big A. Arrogate on the outside. Gunrunner in front of Neolithic, but Arrogate swoops up on the outside. America's King Croesus of horse racing went to the front. 200 metres left to go. Arrogate has drawn away from Gunrunner. A is for Arrogate. A is for absolute superstar. A is for anointing. Have we seen the anointing of the man of war of the 21st century? Arrogate, a brilliant winner of the Dubai World Cup. Going around the final turn, Arrogate was hopelessly beaten. But that win completed an incredible run of success. Arrogate won three races with purses of $24 million in five months' time beyond your wildest guess. This puts a fitting climax on our 2017 countdown. We wish you all the best in the coming year. And when we're ready to take stock of the best of 2018, with good fortune and luck, hopefully you'll find us here. You can get us on our YouTube channel by searching In The Gate Podcast. You can get us on SoundCloud as well. You can get us on the iTunes Store and TuneIn.com. You can get us on that little pink podcatcher app on your phone that you didn't even know you had. And now you can subscribe to In The Gate in the Listen tab of the ESPN app. For the full In The Gate experience, subscribe now in the Listen tab of the ESPN app. And you can follow me on Twitter at B. Abrams Voice or on Facebook at Barry Abrams Voice. That's In The Gate for this week. Have a very happy new year. We'll see you in 2018.